Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Tech Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Welcome to our latest episode here on Tuesday night on Spotify Live. We appreciate everybody who's going to come through on Spotify Live this evening to talk all things Houston Rockets related. Uh, just me tonight, folks. Uh, Jeremy and I will be live here on Thursday night as well. So we're going to do something a little bit different this evening. Uh, next Tuesday, we'll be back with part two of our Houston Rockets roundtable. But tonight, we have got a, we'll call it a news and notes uh, show for you this week. Uh, as always, if you are with us live here on Spotify Live, hit that request to speak button. As always, we want to talk to all of our incredible uh, listeners, our viewers. We appreciate you all so much. If you guys have something that you guys would like talked about on tonight's show, it can be anything Rockets related. It could be draft related. Alex, always good to hear from you, brother. Um, if you guys want to talk draft, if you want to talk free agency, if you want to talk NBA playoffs, if you want to talk whatever it is as it pertains to the Houston Rockets, there's that request to speak button. Hit it. Come talk with me. I'm here to talk as long as you guys would like to talk this evening. Um, but we do have uh, some things that are in the news, Houston Rockets related. Uh, so we will get into those things right away. That's what we're here to do. Um, speaking in an interview this week, Houston Rockets rookie Usman Agaruba said he will be at Sergio Scalario's disposal for the upcoming EuroBasket 2022. Uh, Garuba's quoted as saying, I want to go to the EuroBasket and I am at the coach's disposable. We are Spain and Spain always competes. We want to fight for medals despite the circumstances, despite the absences. We are ready for everything. So really, really cool to hear that from Usman uh, Garuba. He gave a little insight into uh, his time with the Rockets this season. Uh, Really, really good interview. I encourage you guys to take a look at some of the quotes that he had. Uh, I've got a few for you uh, here on the show. Uh, but Garuba's quoted as saying that he doesn't admit, or excuse me, he admits that he doesn't regret his decision to go to the NBA so young. Garuba's quoted as saying, I went at the right time. I'm going to train hard to get better at playing across the Atlantic, whether it's in the G League or in the NBA. The Rockets are clear about what they're doing, and I'm very excited. Uh, Garuba talked about his role in the league. My goal is to show what I can do. I want to become someone in the NBA, not just, uh, play there. I want to be in the NBA because I deserve it. I've worked hard and I really want to show who I am. Uh, I'm a big fan of, 
of Usman Garuba. Um, when the Rockets drafted him, you know, during the, the pre-draft process, I was one who said, I believe the Rockets got the steal in the draft. Now, right now, that is not true. But I believe if he's given the right coaching, I believe if he is given the right tools, I think that he can show a lot more than what he showed this season. As we've discussed on previous shows, Garuba only played in 24 of 82 games this season. He only averaged 10 minutes per game. He only averaged a bucket. We don't need to get into the, you know, the, the X, Ys, and Zs of, of what he did outside of that because it's just really not impressive. But he was hampered by injuries. He was hampered by guys in front of him that, quite frankly, did not deserve to be in front of him or getting time that uh, was, should have been given to an Usman Garuba. And during the season, everybody was high on Christian Wood. Everybody was high on other guys ahead of Garuba in the front court. But this past season was a lost opportunity for the Rockets coaching staff and front office to put a really big spotlight on their youth. And a quote like that from Garuba, who was hungry to show what he could do, is frustrating you know, to me as a fan because you look at minute allocation on this roster from this past season, guys like uh, – who am I looking at? Uh, – Garrison Matthews getting 26 minutes a game. That just seems really high for Garrison Matthews versus a guy like a KJ Martin who was only getting 21 minutes a game. Now you could argue and say that, well, if that's only a five minute difference, well, that's a five minute difference that expanded over an 82 game season. That's a lot of minutes that could have gone to guys like a KJ Martin guys like a Bruno Fernando guys like an Usman Garuba. Um, so I'm really excited to see what a guy like an Usman Garuba is going to do in Eurobasket. It's also being reported that uh, Alperen Shingun is also going to be playing in Eurobasket. So those are two guys. If you are a Rockets fan, you miss Rockets basketball like I, like so many others do, make sure if you are able to check out Eurobasket this summer uh, to watch Usman Garuba and Alperen Shingun. Once again, we are live here on Spotify Live talking literally all things Houston Rockets. Nothing is off the table this evening. Hit that request to speak button. We'll bring you up on stage. And as I say that, we do have our first uh, speaker request of the night. Let's go to DJ Bear. DJ, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Um, I'm not basically a Houston Rockets fan. I'm basically like in, in the A fan. So, I have a quick question. It isn't just about Houston. It's about NBA in general. Who do you think is going to okay, make the NBA Finals? Who do I think is going to make the NBA Finals? DJ, that's a great question. Um, my pick right now, I mean, I, I think you got to go with Milwaukee, and I think you got to go with Phoenix. I think those are the the two teams that are playing best right now, performing at an extremely high level. Uh, great coaching, great play on the court. Uh, Phoenix can stay healthy. I don't see any reason that Phoenix can't go to the finals. Same thing with Milwaukee. Who's your pick? All right, man. We appreciate that, DJ. Thank you so much. Um, once again, if you would like to become a part of the show tonight, hit that request to speak button. Uh, we're talking all things Rockets here on uh, Spotify Live. 
Uh, I do want to get to a quote real quick uh, from Paolo Boncaro, star forward from the Duke Blue Devils, who said, uh, this is per Jeff Garcia at uh, Ken5.com, said, if Paolo Boncaro has his wish, it would be to put on the silver and black and team up with San Antonio Spurs' DeJounte Murray. The possible number one overall pick in the 2022 NBA draft was asked in June what he would like to play with when he makes the jump to the NBA. Um, so I don't know why that's just coming up now, but he, the reason why we bring it up was he was quick to mention Murray along with Houston's Kevin Porter Jr. Um, and as we're on this topic, Lamar wants to join the show. Lamar, how are you, my man? How are you? What's going on? I'm good, on? man. I'm good, man. Just had a quick question for you and this is something i like to ask a lot of different fan bases is that where do you see your team being in the standings in three to five years from now man it's a 20 million dollar question right well what do you want to go with do you want to go with three years or you want to go with five years i mean yeah that's kind of a yeah Yeah. three and five in the nba is actually a big jump (laughs) i mean i guess three let's go three honestly yeah yeah, I, I mean, I think, first of all, I mean, who's your team? I, I always like to start there. Well, I'm, a, I'm a Raptors fan, personally. Okay, cool. Okay. So, you guys are in a pretty decent spot. Um, yeah. Man, I mean, I hope we're in the playoffs. I mean, as Alex puts it uh, in the chat, I mean, look, I, I was bullish on the Rockets flirting with the play-in this season. Um, Lamar, I mean, I don't know how much you listen to the show. I can't stand Steven Silas. Uh, as the head coach of the Rockets, I think he's in over his head. I think he had a roster that he coached well below the Mason Dixon line. Um, meaning I, I think this team was a lot better than what they put on the court this year. And I think that if he had an offensive system that wasn't elementary, I think that the team could have performed at a much higher level this year. I think they were also hampered by a front office that put them in a really tough spot with the John Wall you know, eating up $40 million of the salary cap, uh, misplaying Christian Wood, not playing a guy like Usman Garuba. Um, But to answer your question, I would say in three years, I think if they can get a new coach in here, I think if they can hit in the lottery this year, I think this is a top six team in the West. Yeah, that's understandable. That's very understandable. You know, I think – you know, let me let me flip this on you. If if you were a Rockets fan, since this is a Rockets show, and you had the number one pick in the draft, who would you take this year in the in the draft, and why? Uh, it's it's like because I want somebody to work with Jalen Green, and I feel like I feel like KPJ and Jalen Green can work out in the future. Uh, with with what I'm hearing from a lot of Rockets fans is that it, they're very mixed on Christian Wood. Um. So I guess it I guess it kind yeah. I guess it kind of depends. Personally, I'm not like a really big draft guy. So Paulo Banchero does seem like the obvious pick. Um my only my only concern is just is just um because apparently he has this thing where he loses 15 pounds and I, I I it's just it's it's just difficult for me to pick him right now as as a consensus number 1. So I really don't know. But I would say Paulo in terms of knowledge that I have right now. Yeah, here's the problem with Paolo. Um, if you're a Rockets fan, is if you pick Paolo Boncaro, that gives you yet another forward that can't defend the rim. 
So then you have him and Christian Wood. Christian Wood is a horrible interior defender. Don't look into the fact that he he averages nearly 11 rebounds a game. He is not a good interior defender, and he gets that many rebounds because he plays a big number of minutes and happens to come down with rebounds because he's 6'10". Um, Alperen Shangdun, another forward who's not a he's not a defender of the rim right now. So that gives you yet another guy that you put in the front court. So now you've got not one, not two, but three guys who can't defend the rim at the forward position. It doesn't do you any good. In my opinion, that, that's where I'm at with Paolo. I like Paolo a lot. Uh, I, I, in my opinion, he's second on my big board if I'm a Rockets fan. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with the draft is that you obviously want to take the best player available, but also you got to think about what you need as well. Right. Sure. Yeah. And the Rockets are at a, at a point now that you've got your superstar, in my opinion. Jalen Green is a budding star right now. He's not a superstar, but I think down the line he will be a superstar. I think they need to find a real point guard. I think they need to move KPJ to the bench. Um, I like KPJ. I don't love KPJ. This team has got to find another star to go along with Jalen Green. My guy's Jabari Smith. I think the guy's a f- super freak. Rick, he would make Rick James proud with the type of draft prospect that he is because he's 6'10 and can absolutely ball. I think he's the next Kevin Durant uh, is the way I see his game. Well, Lamar, do you have any final thoughts before we go to our next speaker, my man? Yeah, Rockets, you know, as long as – I say this about every rebuilding team. As long as you do it right, you should be, you should be fine. And, that, and that's not just roster construction. That's, that's, you know, personnel. That's management. That's just – as long as you do it right, you have a player, the, the future the future gets better from here. Just do it right. That's all. That's fair. Lamar, we're here every Tuesday and Thursday, my man. We look forward to you coming back and uh, hopping back on. No problem. Anytime Thanks, later. All right. Let's go to our next speaker, my man, Alex. Alex, what's going down? Michael Brown, what's going on, man? Hey, just enjoying a beautiful Tuesday night in the H. What you got for me? That's what's up. Uh, so I have a, a couple things. So I don't know how much time I have up here. I guess I can request once uh, we. Oh, do. you have as much time as you would like, my man. Nobody behind you. All right. So uh, first thing first, uh, I was wondering if you wanted to uh, run through a uh, mock draft, if you will, top five. I ran um, just a simulated tankathon, and I have a, okay. a mock uh, uh, one through five picks. Hit me, uh, hit and then we can go through uh, and pick. All right. So sure. OKC. Jumped up three spots to number one. Then we got Indiana to number two. Rockets fall two to number three. New York bounces up seven to number four. And Orlando takes five. So uh, I'll start with you. You can go first, and then I can lay lay down the pipe there. Okay. So Oklahoma City's got the number one pick in the draft. They took – who did they take last year? They took Giddy last year. They still got – uh, Shea Gillis, Alexander, right. they need a big man. I would go Chet Holmgren if I were them. I don't like Chet, but I would go Chet if I was OKC. Okay. Okay. Number two. Uh, so what is that? Indiana? Yep. If I was Indiana, who would I take? Uh, I mean, you are, you still have Miles Turner. They'd like a good running buddy to go with Turner. I would go Jabari Smith, Auburn. There, 
Uh, so if Chet and Jabari are off the board for Houston at three, they're going to go Paolo. Uh, New York is desperate for a point guard. They've been talk- in talks with Jalen Brunson. But if they're at four and they don't want to take the chance of losing out on Brunson, they're going to go Jaden Ivey from Purdue. That leaves Orlando at, what, five? Uh, yep. They would either go shade on Shar from Kentucky if he stays or Keegan Murray. Uh, for the sake of this argument, I think they've got a decent backcourt already. I don't think they would go sharp, so I'll go Keegan Murray for Orlando. Interesting. Uh, I, I'd have to agree with you for the first pick for sure. Um, second pick, uh, I think, I mean, now that they have a Halliburton out there, right? Um, picking up Ivy right there and having that dynamic duo of guards, that would definitely be interesting to watch. But um, Too many hands in the pot, though. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Ivy and Halliburton would be a recipe for disaster. Two guys that Ivy – Ivy is becoming ball-dominant, but he's not ball-dominant enough yet. Halliburton's too passive. I think they're both a little too passive for me, so I don't think they would go Ivy there. I like the thought. I don't like the execution, though. Right. So, but granted, uh, hopefully they don't get number two and hopefully we get number two because I want Jabari as well. Uh, So that, uh, honestly, if if Ivy were to, let's say, get number number two, then obviously Jabari number three. Um, uh, Paulo, probably New York. But I'm thinking Shaden, Orlando has way too many non-superstars. I know that sounds terrible. I'm not a Magic fan, but they have no person to say like, Oh, I'm the guy. And I feel like there's way too much mystery with Shaden Sharp. But I mean, the the guy balled when he was this last summer, right? So perhaps they swing for the fences for that. Um, I think the scary, I think what you're describing though, just centering it back to the Rockets. I love the exercise, but I want to make sure we keep it as centric on Rockets as we can. What you're describing right now, is why it's so scary to get a pick outside the top three in this draft. Because the fall-off in draft prospects after three is legitimately scary. You know, I I mean, hell, I think it's scary from number one. I, I don't think enough people are talking about the fact that there's not one guy in this draft from pick one that is a sure thing. And I'm honestly trying not to think about that. Well, I mean, like, in, <laughs> but I'm on the same. Yeah, boat, but it's man. in years past. I mean, the number one pick last year, bona fide, was Kate Cunningham. People were really high on Jalen right. Green. People were really high on Evan Mobley. Anybody who watched basketball would know that those three guys were cannot miss prospects. Jalen Green was going to ball. Everyone knew right. that at some point his skills. He was too. He possessed too many skills to not perform at a high level in the NBA. Evan Mobley was a seven footer who could move block shots and get buckets. That translates well. Kate Cunningham was one of the best prospects of the past 10 years based on what he showed at Oklahoma state. There's any one of those three guys I would take. I wouldn't even think twice about a guy in this draft versus those three guys in this draft would go one, two, three, not even close. There, there are there are scary parts of all three prospects. I mean, Chet yeah. Holmgren can be Sean Bradley. 
That is not a. I think he's got more game than Sean Bradley. But there is a legitimate scary <laughs> notion that Chet Holmgren could be Sean Bradley. You know, Jabari Smith couldn't get his team to a Sweet 16. What does that say about Jabari Smith as a prospect? Now, there were mitigating factors, and I like Jabari Smith a lot, but there's questions about his game. And Paolo Boncaro, nice player. Right. He's Carlos Boozer. You know, to me, I think he's Carlos Boozer with a little bit more game. Alex, if I told you he had the career of Carlos Boozer, would you take that at number one? Absolutely not. I mean, I think I think about it. Yeah, I think about it. You know, I don't I don't know if I do it though. You know, that's the thing about Paulo is, you know, Paulo Boncaro is what six? What is he? Six nine? Six ten? He's six ten. I think Carlos Boozer was six ten. Six ten? No, he was six nine. So he's six nine. He's listed at two fifty eight. Paulo Boncaro is listed at six ten two fifty. You got to think when he gets to the league, he's going to bulk up a little bit. He's probably going to end up right near 260. Paulo Boncaro this past year shot 33.8% from the three-point line. He's a better three-point shooter than than Boozer. Boozer was never much of a three-point shooter, but you get where I'm coming from. He had a good mid-range game. I think Boncaro is going to have the better career than Boozer, but Boozer all-time, he played from 02 to 15, averaged 16 points a game. Average nine and a half rebounds per game. This past year, Boncaro, 17 points and eight rebounds. It's pretty damn close. I mean, Boncaro is going to, he's going to be like a boozer plus. He's, he's definitely, if he works on that, honestly, if he can make plays, man, that, that's the thing. Uh, Obviously he has, he's like a NBA ready body and a lot of people have him up number one. Realistically, I think he's like, Number three with the upside, or you know, but let me let me ask you this real quick. Since we're on this topic, how does he help the Rockets? Where does he help the Rockets? Where do you play him? <clears throat> man, that's a great question, man. Uh, and that's that's what I've been kind of pondering myself. Actually, the only person I could figure would be amazing for the Rockets is Jabari. Um, Chet is questionable. Uh, even though his highlights are pretty awesome, just watching him play, like watching film is he's going to get bodied. And uh, that's probably, I mean, that's obviously a given that's everyone's type of take on him. But um, Paulo for me is to answer your question, he'll help. I mean, offensively, if he can, if he can maintain like offensive juggernaut type of mentality, why not? But you didn't need to score points. You don't need to score points. This team was fine offensively last year. The, Ro- the Rockets could. What was our offensive rating last year? The Rockets year? couldn't. I mean, I can look it up as we're doing the show right now. But I'm just saying, from, yeah. and, you know, look at the last, you know, 10 games of the season. Rockets, this is what they scored. Just, I'm looking at games right now. Even look at what? Go to the, let's go to the last 10 games of the season, right? The Rockets lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right. Ga- Let's go to the last seven games of the year. Okay, Sac- they played Sacramento twice. They scored 118 points, 117 points. They lost 139, 132 to Minnesota. They lost 118, 105 to Brooklyn. They lost 117 to 115 to Toronto, and they lost 130 to 114 against Atlanta. 
Scoring points is not this team's problem. Defense is this team's problem. Or number one problem, I should say. Jabari Smith last year played in 34 games, averaged 29 minutes, albeit they don't play 48 minutes, they play 40 minutes. He shot 43% from the field, including a ridiculous 42% from the three-point line. He was an 80% free-throw shooter. He averaged seven and a half rebounds, two assists, a block, and 17 points a game. Yeah, go ahead and sign me up for Jabari Smith, which I've been on the Jabari Smith train since the beginning. (laughs) Since the beginning of the year. I have never wavered off of Jabari Smith. The last five minutes of the show, we can talk about Jabari Smith as much as you want. I think the kid is a flat-out star. I do. I think he's Kevin Durant light. I think he's a Diet Coke version. If he can develop a handle, if he can develop a handle and he can he can finish, um dude, the the guy the guy is a fucking phenom. I'm sorry. He's a phenom. I'm telling you. Absolutely. I'm telling you. I'm, but he's you know, I, I I just I love everything about him. Quick question, who would you take if we get the fifth pick in the draft? Hopefully Ivy falls but doubtful from Paul. <sighs> um Actually, that that actually sets us up real quick. I mean, that the second question was obviously you you went what you, Keegan Murray, right? But what are your thoughts on Jaden Sharp? I mean, he's such a mystery box, right? I'm not taking a mystery box at number five. You know, and the thing is, I like shit on Sharp. He's six six. I mean, what is he? You know, like watch the video on Shade on Sharp. He. I mean, he play, obviously played for Kentucky last year. He's a shooting – I mean, he's listed as a 6'6 shooting guard. You have a 6'6 shooting guard. You have Jalen Green. Why do you want Jadon Sharp? Yeah. Where, where are you, you going to play him? You know, I mean, Jalen Green is 6'4". So what are you going to do? You're going to run, you know, those two guys out there as your two and your three? Maybe. Potentially. I don't like that. I mean, if I'm the Rockets and I get the number five pick and Keegan Murray is there, I guess. I mean, I don't know. You know, um, I mean, I think the Rockets would yeah. probably go shade on Sharp to answer Paul's question officially. I would not like that pick at all. I, I would not be a fan of that whatsoever. If I was the the general manager of the Rockets and I had the number five pick, I know this might not be, you know, a, a sexy pick, but I may look at AJ Griffin from Duke. I think AJ Griffin is going to have a better NBA career than Shadon Sharp. I'll, I'll go on. I that's my hot take right now. I think AJ Griffin is a stud. If you're, are we talking? Are we talking high performing three and D role player? Yeah, yeah he. I mean, I think A.J. Griffin is a more skilled version of a Trevor Ariza. And Trevor Ariza carved himself out a nice little career in the NBA. And if you're the Rockets, I, I, I like him as your small forward of the future. He's a prototypical small forward. You know, I like, I like the solid With performance of what I'm going to get out of an A.J. Griffin over a shade on sharp mystery box. I would go Griffin over sharp. But uh, any final thoughts before we wrap the show up tonight, Alex? No, nah, man, I'm uh, I'm waiting for the lottery, seeing where we land so we can actually make some real talks there. It's exciting, man. It's exciting. I mean, we're kind of passing the time now, you know, here at the Dream Take. It's fun. 
you know, I like to use my Tuesday shows to chop it up with anybody who wants to come talk Rockets basketball. We give you as much leeway as we can. But once we hit the lottery, then we're going to zero in and literally do entire shows on prospects, uh, which is going to be really cool. So I'm pretty excited. Alex, thank you for coming on the show as always, my dude. My man. Always a pleasure. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. If you are on Twitter, make sure to head on over to at The Dream Take to give us a follow. Follow the mothership for The Dream Take at Dreamshake SBN. Follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. You can follow me on Twitter at BSW Podcast underscore MB. Head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all day every day. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like. Sure to check out all of the incredible articles from all of our incredible writers. Until Thursday night, Rockets fans, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.